And I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, and the show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions on any problems you're having with coworkers, with friends, with uh, maybe your kids, maybe a romantic relationship, maybe with the economy. How do you cope with the issues in your life so that you feel good about yourself and you have some hope about the world and you have great friendships? I want to give you one tip. This is a quote from my favorite author. Author Ayn Rand, A Y N R A N D. She wrote Atlas Shrugged and the Fountainhead. And this is about your relationship with yourself. So listen up. It's, quote, it's terribly bad to be conscious of yourself as others see you, whether they see you as good or bad. Take yourself for granted. The consciousness that feels alone without the weight of other eyes watching is the only healthy consciousness, unquote. So your mind, you know, we can go through life feeling, oh, I wonder if I'm good enough. What will Judy say about me? What will Sam say about me? What will Uncle Harry say? Or what will my parents say? And you feel like you're only good if they say good things. You're only bad if they say bad things. And many of us go through life just worried about what other people are thinking about us all the time. Good policy or not, not a good policy. So does that mean that you stamp on yourself a good housekeeping stamp of approval and say, I'm good all the time, no matter what I do. No, that's not a good policy either. You want to know yourself, know what you value in yourself, what is accurate. You watch how you observe, you watch how you make choices. And that's what self-esteem is based on. It's your own self-evaluation of yourself. And if you make good choices, please give yourself a hug, credit yourself. If you make bad choices, don't beat up on yourself unless you've really crossed the line, but figure out how to make better choices. Say, you know, I, I've, I've ignored the fact that we're in debt and I need to focus on this now and I am going to start focus on, focusing on it instead of saying, oh, I know we're in debt now, oh, what's the use, why bother, who cares, and you throw up your hands and you go spend more money that you don't have. Bad policy. The worst thing about that is you're eroding whatever self-esteem you could build in that moment. So it's not that we don't have stresses, but how we deal with our stresses really matters. And how we embrace the positive things in our life really matters too. Do you just brush them aside or do you pursue the friends that you love, a romantic relationship that you want to enhance, uh, good relations with your kids or family members, um, keeping those that are not good from you away from you? Are you capable of doing that? That's what this show is all about. It's the rational basis of happiness. My number is toll free. one doctor Kenner, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R. That's toll free. one doctor Kenner. You can call me with any questions that you would ask a counselor or a therapist. Of course, it's not therapy, but it's free advice. It's a free tip that I can give you. Maybe put you in a better direction. Um, coming up later, have you ever worked with someone who just drives you insane? They nag or they pick on you or they ignore you. They give you the cold shoulder and they act odd. I know I worked with a woman who was a pill, a pill, and that's a very polite way of putting it. But for three years, I worked with her and I wasn't directly working with her, but everyone that directly worked with her, she would say they weren't good enough. She would find faults where there were no faults to find. She was amazing. And 
we were afraid of her. We were afraid to speak up. And not until I left, I spoke up. And they said, why didn't you speak up sooner? I wish I had. I didn't have the skills I currently have now. But what if you're working with a coworker who's not just a pill, but scary? That coworker may be a loner or maybe paranoid. And there's just something off base. They're not your normal nag or not your normal irritated mother who is going into work and is just on overload. But you don't know how to act around that person because you feel that they could do something out of the norm that, that could damage you or anybody else in the workplace. Later in the show, I will be talking about this issue with trauma and crisis expert, Dr. James Campbell, who is the author of Hostage, Terror, and Triumph. So stay tuned for that. Uh, here is an email from a listener who is uh, pretty much disillusioned with the country. The country. Hello, Dr. Kenner. When the health bill passed... I felt enormously overwhelmed, and I cannot shake that feeling. It seems like we are in an unstoppable movement towards statism in this country, and I feel like giving up. Thank you for taking the time to read my email. And this is from Joe. Joe, I understand what you're feeling. And for a full year, I didn't know how to fight the battle. I felt like a person in an abusive family with all the skills I have who just didn't know what to do, what to say. I felt like it was a lost cause. And it's understandable to feel that way initially because your mind does need to integrate how serious this threat is to our country. Number one, it is not a health care bill, and I never want to call it that. It's a total takeover of our country. It's the beginning of that. So you're right. It's going towards statism. It's a health care destruction. The poorest, poorest person in this country should be terrified at this bill because although they may get some freebies initially, when the creative, productive people crash, hopefully that will never happen, they're going to be very bad off. They're going to be much worse off than they are in a benevolent country that offers free trade and offers them a chance to not be poor, to rise. So that is very damaging. The battle is actually in your own soul. And one of the reasons, one of the a trillion reasons I love the author Ayn Rand. And if you haven't read Atlas Shrugged, read it, and it will help you figure out what's going on with the country and how to turn it around. But one of the reasons I love her is she said, never let them win a permanent victory. Never lose your ability to enjoy your life. So yes, you can grieve the losses as if you had lost a son or a daughter, but you need to know how to rebuild your world and connect with people who share rational values, your values, and have those rational ideas. If you don't have them, you can. There's a book, Loving Life, uh, by Craig Biddle, that I highly recommend. It's Loving Life, and the author is Craig B I D D L E. He will give you some wonderful ideas. And you can feel a little sad, but fight that battle in your own mind. I know I went to a restaurant recently, and it made me feel like it was in the old days. Um, I went out to feed the birds today. So you keep a sense of normalcy in your life, keep connected to your values, and enjoy rational people. Seek them out if you don't know them. Join groups. Speak up. And when you do that, you will love your own life and you'll be able to retain some of that sense of 
not just sinking into that abyss of making it feel like they have won, that the, that, uh, the government official, the, the government bureaucrats have won. There are so many good people out there fighting the battle. Join the army, feel good about it, stay connected with those people, and stay connected with all of your rich values, everything that makes you happy in life, whether it's friends or family or maybe it's clubs that you belong to. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. Great to be with you on the Rational Basis of Happiness. 